When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? Welcome to episode 843, baby. We're just slowly crawling to that thousand episode of Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. Behind me, Chad Austin's 2002 Electric Glide. He says he has a lot planned for this motorcycle. I'm looking forward to seeing what you do with it, Chad. Anyway, we got a lot of news today on the Hells Angels, man. They got hit twice, once in Spokane, and now overseas, they are continuing their bans in Germany, and in this one city, they actually banned the Hells Angels. We talk about it all the time, man. Thank God in the United States that we have what we have in the Bill of Rights, even though it's still a fight every day just to keep on keeping on. But over in Europe, holy cow, man, are they crazy over there. I do want to uh, send out our thoughts to all you in Florida. Man, you guys got hit very hard down there. And now it's in the Carolinas. Huh. Man, oh man, it's like a double punch from that hurricane. So hopefully everybody's safe down there. I know I got a lot of subscribers down in uh, Florida, so be careful. Don't forget to check us out on Sundays at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for our lives. That's always fun to interact with you guys. But let's go to the stories for today. Uh, first one's a great one right here, and this is out of the leader.co.uk. This is over in the UK, man. Our brethren from across the pond. Forgotten writers spotted helping the community in Flintshire. It's always funny. It really is. Some of the names you guys got over there, it's like, wow. And by the way, I gotta ask this. If you're in the UK or Australia, why are you driving on the wrong side of the road? There ain't no, I'd be confused as hell driving over there if I went over there. My goodness. Anyway, let's get, uh, and this is the Forgotten Riders MCC. And I suggest you go over to Dibber in the Wind and ask him what the MCC means. They have a different setup over in Europe as well as Australia, so... Anyway, Forgotten Riders MCC Motorcycle Club is a group of motorcycle enthusiasts that are based in Hollywell. Hollywell. Hey, what's going on with, you know, what is that? Meghan Markle over there, man. You know, somebody from the U.S. finally gets over there into royalty and they screw it up, man. She's a ditz. Anyway, while they just are, let's see, while they are, quote, just mates that like bikes, According to the club secretary and founding group member, uh, Needles, man, that's one I haven't heard for a while, Needles. 
They also rev their engines for a good cause, carrying out fundraiser activities. Uh, members Needles and Stacks headed down to a Flintshire uh, primary school to clean up after it was brought to their attention that equipment had been vandalized. Why do that, man? Why you gotta vandalize the school, man? That ain't cool. Uh, the pair re -da uh, repaired damage to the school shed as well as retrieved school toys that had been thrown onto the roof. Damn, man, that's just pure ignorance when people do something like that. It, it, this world's going nuts. Uh, Needle said, quote, there's been a real downturn in community spirit, so we want to get out there and do our bit. Yes, bikers out there helping the community, man, the way it should be. Uh, quote, not for praise or attention, but to really help out the local community. And that's what a lot of bikers do, man. They don't care about attention. They just want to help people out. Get a bad rap all the time, man. It, it really do. Uh, the group didn't stop there with their community work uh, this week. Yesterday, Wednesday, the 28th, members of the club headed to the local park to clean up broken glass that had been reported. While the group may look intimidating in their traditional motorcycle leather, they are trying to break any bad stereotypes surrounding motorcycle groups and help out where they can. You know, that's always interesting, man, that when bikers, motorcyclists, whatever, they do something good, they always have to try to say that they're breaking the stereotype and we still have that stereotype in 2022 which is unbelievable because you think that would have gone away by now but it doesn't it doesn't and it's sad uh going out to the spokesman.com spoken this was breaking yesterday uh while i was doing some of the research for the second part of the show which by the way you're going to want to hear the second part of the show. I was like, damn, man, Hollywood, shut up. Let China Dow talk. Uh, Spokane Police. Federal agents served Warren at Hell's Angels Clubhouse on East Sprague. Uh, uh, they had swap teams, everything going on, man. I kind of find that funny. You look at the clubhouse and you got this dude on the side and it says the heat is on. I'm... You know, wondering a little bit right there. Hopefully they got a lot of money for that. Uh, Spokane police officers and SWAT gear and federal law enforcement agents served a search warrant at the Hells Angels Motorcycle Clubhouse on East Sprague Thursday morning. So if you're out that way, let me know what you guys uh, heard. About 10 officers and tactical gear could be outside the structure in the 1300 block. Just before noon, the front door of the club had been breached. Why don't they just walk up to the clubhouse, knock on the door, and I'm sure somebody will let you in. Show them the warrant, they'll let you in. No, you got to go on military and stuff like that. Waste more money, like that guy did out in California, the millions of dollars and, you know, trying to scare everybody because of the funeral. Come on. But you know what? This is Washington. Do you guys do this with uh, the Tifas? You know what I mean? Uh, Spokane Police Corporal Nick Briggs confirmed Thursday morning the SWAT officers served the warrant as part of a joint investigation with several federal law enforcement agencies. 
Oh, we always know they involve, man, the forever bother Italians. Uh, Briggs declined to name the federal agencies. An FBI spokesman said the agency was not involved. And then a spokesman for the Department of Homeland Security in Seattle declined to comment. How much you want to bet DEA or even more the ATF? How much you want to bet they're involved in it? Uh, and there was no one injured during the incident. So like I said, go up, knock on a door. Don't be a bunch of jackasses. Anyway, uh, then they get into this drama about, uh, you know, this cop and all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> my goodness gracious. You know what? With their freaking drama all the time. So that one right there is out of Spokane. Here we go, man. Serious stuff out in Berlin. You know, we thought that was bad here in the United States. Berlin bans biker gangs, searches in progress, 1,300 officers involved in the operation. Berlinspectator.com, by the way. 1,300, man. What the hell you need that many for? Uh, the city of Berlin uh, just dealt a blow to an organized crime by banning the Hells Angels Motorcycle Club Berlin Central, a large-scale uh, police operation against the gang commenced early in that morning. One thing that you guys and gals in the media don't understand, when you say dealt a blow, you know they that clubs come back, right? And more powerful than before. So you're really just making yourselves look stupid, if you ask me. Uh, let's see here. According to the Senate, the club's assets were just seized and the no due process at all over there. What are you guys going back to the Cold War type of uh, Germany? Just asking. I know, low blow. Uh, the police started raiding and searching 40 apartments and prison cells, so they were hitting them on the streets and in the joint. Uh, in Berlin, Brandenburg, Saxony, Saxony, and Laholt, as well as the Hells Angels Clubhouse in Berlin's borough, and many as 1,300 policemen and policewomen are involved in the operation, and I guess it also includes the elite police units, SEK and GSG-9. Is that like FBI ATF here in the United States? You know, sometimes you got to wonder about them. Uh, the Senate Administration of the Interior says HAMC Berlin Central was a substitute organization for biker gang organizations that had been banned before. That makes no sense to me right there at all. This group had mainly been active in Berlin and had followed unconstitutional goals. Really? Unconstitutional goals. Man, I would like to see you guys' constitution out there. Uh, does the east part of Germany, was that maybe written by the USSR? Again, I know, low blow. I go, I know. And then they go into the, uh, you know, the criminal stuff. And then it goes into uh, a nationwide ban in 2010. The interior ministers in Germany, 16 federal states, started looking into a nationwide ban of the 
German umbrella organization, Hells Angels MC Germany, but it has not happened so far. And it goes, so they're trying out there, man. They're trying to get them banned nationwide, like they got that other group uh, banned as well. So you got to be on the lookout for this stuff, man. Get in there, fight, fight, fight over there in Europe. Don't let them take your, you know what, your human rights away. How can it a government tell you what organization you can and can't be involved in? It's like, really, man, grow up. Anyway, we're going to go to the second half of the show right now with China Dow. Don't forget to uh, like and subscribe this channel as well as the new Motorcycle Madhouse radio channel. You're going to love uh, the second half, man. China Dow gets uh, kind of feisty. Rock on. Stay tuned for the second half of this show, Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. China Dow's coming in the studio right now. Rock on. What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. I'm going to Pittsburgh. I'm going to be flying come tomorrow. Hopefully, everything goes good. I don't get sick. None of that bullshit with the vomiting. Hopefully, it's a good ride on the plane. The plane. The plane. That's so not how he said it. How do you say it? The plane. The plane. The plane, boss. You said it just like him. <laughs> Tattoo from Fantasy Island. He was cool, man. I wonder what it'd be like to get high with him. That would have been funny. He He's like a midget. But at the same time, it would have been funny to see him high. Wow. It would. <laughs> I wonder if he'd be like my cat that runs all over the place high and stuff. You sure you wouldn't be scared? No, nah, not with tattoo. But he's a midget and you have a like a phobia. I, I have a phobia midgets, but I think he'd like be you fun. panicked when we seen the one at the I the, did. I don't yeah. know where it came from. You're like, oh my god, really? <laughs> I was like, man, I'm cursed. I am. I'm getting karma and stuff back from you know talking about midgets. Yeah, they're coming to haunt you now. They are coming to haunt me, man. But tattoo was cool, man. But he died by suicide. What's wrong with tattoo? Mr. Wark couldn't help him with his fantasy. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> yeah. So, how are you going to do this weekend without Hollywood? Me and Corey are going to have a party. You're going to go throw a party on me? Yeah. We're going to have a big party. You're SOL. You're not. I'm invited. SOL. You're not invited. I'm going to be at a party, but you guys are going to throw a party. Yeah. We're going to have a party with the two dogs and the cat, and we're all going to be naked. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> That's what he does when we're gone. Never mind. That's nasty. So he actually gets two weekends this month where I'm not around. Two? Yeah. Well, there was Tomahawk and then there was this. It's two different months, man. Okay. You know, tick for tack. Te technically, it's two different months because Saturday's the first. Halloween's coming. I know. Are you going to be a witch for Halloween? No, I'm just going to go as myself. You're going to go for yourself? I'm going to go as myself. I well, figure, then you're pretty. I figure, you know, once a bitch, always a bitch. So just go as yourself. There you go. Go as yourself. That's right. Or maybe I'll go as you. Man, you would get a lot of fans. I know. You know, there are some people out there don't like Hollywood. Yeah. I piss I on their Wheaties. That's all right, because now I seem to be having the same effect. Oh, you know what I call them? I have to use Howard Stern. They're pig vomit to me. 
Pig vomit. That's what I'm going to call my haters. Pig vomits. Eh. And you just laugh. You know that's funny. <laughs> They're pig vomits. Either that or I can call them boar vomits. You know, because boars are uglier. Should I say that instead? Nah, pig vomit's good. Pig vomit's good? Yeah. I mean, dog vomit, kid vomit. You know what they would be better? Hmm. Here's a better terminology. Here we go. Let's see what China Doll has to say. Baby diarrhea. That's nasty. I know. See? That's worse than pig vomit. See? The diarrhea that explodes out the diapers. You know. Up the back. Yeah, I have to admit, some of my haters look like that. Yeah. They do. So, I don't know. But it is funny. Or you can call them all a bunch of vaginal blood farts or something. Vaginal blood farts. I love yeah. that. That is funny as hell right there. <laughs> see, I'm used to do you know dealing with the haters. Mm -hmm. They don't see the thing about haters is they don't get. They're nobodies it. to you, me. You love it. They're nobodies to me. You love it. They only entertain me. They think that what they're actually saying gets to me. It don't. I laugh my ass off at some of the stuff they say because I like being entertained myself. Yeah, it doesn't even phase you. And it's funny. Well, he did this or he did that. I'm sitting there like that thing you said the other day with rumors. I was like, damn, what am I going to do next? I know. What do I do now? What do I do now? I love it. It's, it, it's... You ever want to just add to that just because? Yeah, you put out a rumor out there. About yourself. And then you'll see how far down the line it Hell gets yeah, like that. It's like the game Telephone when we were kids. I always say when you want to test a friend, you always put something out there. Yep. And see if it gets around. And it does. And if it does, it does. kick the motherfuckers out your life. That's what I say. It does every time. It's a lot easier for me to do it because, again, for you to get to me, I actually got to care about you. <laughs> And I don't care about many people. Yeah. At least I'm honest. Yeah, you don't care about what your haters have to say. I No, I don't. You feed off it. I do. It makes me have fun. It does. It may, with the, the, the audience that we have on the podcast platforms, by the way, we're now in the 0.12% of podcasts worldwide. We're huge. Hey. We're huge. Yay. I love podcasting, man. The podcast platforms are my favorite. But now they get to see us on, you know, video and stuff. Uh, shit, even Mankow is doing it now. Where people can see them doing their podcast. That's the new thing, I guess. Cool. Is video. But I, with all the people that I have to deal with and deal with on a daily basis on the streets and stuff like that, it's like, pig vomit. Really? You act like I want to care. I don't. Chuck it in the fuck it bucket, right? But the problem is when they mess with you. Because I know you got, you know, you're sensitive. And I'm trying to thicken you up. Where saying, you know what? You're in the public eye. You're going to get these bullshit people. But it's hard for you. Sometimes, yeah. And that's why I say, you know, you got to watch... Who you get close to in this business. Especially when you're affiliated with my dumbass. Yeah. Really? Seriously? Yeah. I get it. <laughs> what Trust do you mean me. you get it? I get it. 
Okay, well, tell me why you get it. Because you walked in here hurt, and I was like sitting here, man, I don't like seeing my wife upset and stuff like that. Then I say to myself, why do you worry about pig vomit? Because that's basically what they are. They have nothing to do with your life. I get it. Some people close to you did that shit. Those are the ones I usually laugh at. Because they really do show their true colors. Yeah, tell me about it. And I sit back and say, what a bunch of fucking losers. <laughs> like you say, I feed off of it. You do. It actually gives me more material. It does. But you not so much. No. Because you're a little you know, a little, little down here today. Yeah, well, it is what it is, I guess you can say. Why are you down? <coughs> is it because of pig vomit? It's just because of bullshit. Yeah, it's because of pig vomit. Yeah, pretty much. I got I got some haters now. Good. Yeah. That means you're doing something right. How do you figure? That means you're doing stuff according to what you want to do. Yeah. You're not letting anybody else tell you how to do things. You don't take their advice. You know, you got your own mind, and sometimes I wonder... You know, what goes on in that mind, you know. <laughs> You'll never understand because half the time I don't understand yeah, what's going see? on in my head. But you do have your way of thinking. Yeah. And I do appreciate that about you. You think for yourself. Yeah. But you also know at some point in time when I say something, you listen to what my point of view is. Yeah. And you take it to heart. Because I never try to steer you wrong. No. Very protective of the China though. Yeah, but, you know, I do listen to what people, you know, like what you have to say and what other people have to say. But at the same time, I am my own person and I do think for myself. And what I choose to do is what I choose to do. And if they don't like it, fuck it. Chuck it in the bucket bucket. Yeah. But when they come back and you, you see how easy it is for people... To make that turn. Yeah. And I've always warned you about that. Sometimes I don't think you take my advice. Sometimes I don't. But you see it later than I can see it. Yeah, you see it a lot quicker than I do. And it's usually within 15 minutes of meeting somebody, I know about them. I get the vibe, the whole nine yards. Yep. And I got to. And it takes you a while. And I got to time it out and, you know, do my own thing and figure things out on my own. But what upsets me is when it hits you. Yeah, it, it hit me. Yeah, it hit me Yeah, yesterday. So, And here I'm saying to myself, well, if it's hitting you like that, you actually had to care about the people. And here I am saying, fuck them. Uh, they don't mean nothing to me. You know, it is what it is. But it took you to heart. Yeah. And I hate seeing that. Because it's like you're sitting there trying to blame yourself when it ain't even your, you know, your fault. You oh, ha- you I, have do that all, to- I do that all the time. Yeah, but let's talk in a wider general type of deal here. People actually blame themselves for others' actions. Yep. They do all the time. And that shouldn't be that way. It's their actions, not yours. Right. Well, you and you can't control other people's actions. Well, no, you can't. You can't control their mouths. Nope. 
You can't control who they are as a person. Nope. You can't control if they're trash. You just can't. Well, that's just that 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 just goes to show too that you know other people can't control you and what you do. And you should never, ever, 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 ever let anybody control your life. I don't care if it's friends. I don't care if it's family. None of that bullshit. Right. You just do not let that happen. Because you'll get a bunch of pig vomits out there. Bunch of pig vomits. Now, you know, our, you know my listeners and stuff, they feel that they know me. You know, which is cool. But at the same time, there's an on-air and then there's an off-air. Yeah. And the off-air type of deal is I'm really strict with who I associate myself with. Yeah. Because it's funny. This is radio. Podcast. Whatever you want to call it. A lot of the stuff we do are skits. We actually know what we're going to do before we come on air because it's hard to freewheel, especially for you. <laughs> not always. <laughs> you well, know, no, it's not like it's not like people. OK, we don't go by a script. No, we don't go by a script, but we got we, outlines. We, we know like the topics we're going to talk about. We know, you know, like I literally sit here while his show is going on mm-hmm. and pick out my news stories. Right. You know, I, I don't know what news stories I'm picking. I just pick them. So when I hear our, people come back and say, well, you know, you're talking about women like this or you're giving China Dow hell. I sit there and I laugh because I'm sitting here thinking, you do know this is a show, don't you asshole? This is for entertainment, dumbass. And that's people. People like to read between the lines. Exactly. And don't when you look at my analytics on uh, Spotify, per se, the average listening time to one of our shows, and that includes the Biker News uh, for the first show all the way to our our show, because they're all in one. Mm -hmm. The average listening time is almost 38 minutes. So they listen to yours and then. No, that's the whole show because I combine the shows. Yeah. 38 minutes. That is huge. Morning radio shows on just regular uh, terrestrial radio don't even get that. Theirs is usually 12 minutes. So I do what I do to keep people entertained. Mm -hmm. And I look at my demographics to do that entertaining. Right. So, like you said, they'll read between the lines saying, oh, there's something going on with Hollywood and China. Okay, if that's <laughs> what you want to think. You know, a little drama's cool. Why not? Feed it. You feed it. Mm-hmm. Which, I love entertaining people. Exactly. We have fun. But when it comes to my personal stuff, stay the fuck out of it. I don't like pig vomits in my business. And I, you know, I know as people, you know, cause I'm going to Pittsburgh to do, you know, an appearance and stuff like that. I know people want to know me as somebody on the radio. Right. But that's not how I really am. And no, our, but you'll give them a little bit of it. Yeah, a little bit. But our relationship is off limits. 
don't try to push yourself into our relationship. Because for one, you're going to piss me off where you're nothing but pig vomit to me. Because I don't believe in even getting involved in my daughter's marriage. Yeah. So don't try that shit with me. And don't try to put a little birdie in your ear Mm -mm. to try to cause discourse. No. Because at the end of the day, they don't have to live with me. No. (laughs) And living with you is such a joy. No, isn't it? It's fun. It's never dull, I can tell you that. No, it's never a dull moment in this house, especially living with two boys. So when I see you get hurt, it's like, God damn it, I tried to tell you. Yeah. And I keep that to myself. But you know it's like I want to burst out and throw a temper tantrum because I did tell you in the first place. Yeah. People are the most biggest backstabbers there are. They have always been that way. That's why when you hear a lot of the old schooler uh, guys say, hey, man, we only, you know, really trust, you know, a few fucking people because they know the world. And the world, when it comes to friends and family, and it's sad with family because you would think they would be thinking different. But that's not how it works, especially if you don't know the family. You know, I might have third cousins that call me family i don't know who the fuck you are or you might have a brother or sister you never grew up with well who the fuck are you yeah we might be blood related but that or half blood whatever the hell it is but you're a fucking nobody and see that's where people get pissed at me why because i say some stuff like that it is what it is if you haven't say if it's i don't know a brother or sister or a steps, whatever, a Brady Bunch type of deal where they get together and stuff. If you didn't grow up with them and they just come into your life, why should you give a fuck? Because a lot of people will come back and say, hey, Hollywood, man, that ain't right. Bullshit. Well, the thing is, is people don't know your full story. Really? Very interesting. Let me hear this. I got to let China Doll talk. I'm always talking. No, for real. People don't know your full story. They know bits and pieces of your story, but they don't know your full story. And even the bits and pieces that you put out there are so little, Mm -hmm. so little of information because you're not sure whether or not to tell them full stories because you don't know where it's going to go. So I never, even as myself, I, I never put my full story out there. Right. You know, they see it as they see it. Now, you're talking about family and friends. Yeah. You don't want to tell them everything. No. And you shouldn't. I don't tell them everything because then it comes down to, well, mm, choose me or choose that person or choose me or choose. No, I'm not going to make a choice. If you're expecting me to make a choice between you and someone else, I'm not going to do it. Usually what I say is when somebody comes to me like that. Well, you got to make a choice. Okay, my choice is get the fuck away from me then. Because if I'm going to be making a choice, guess who I'm going to choose? I'm going to choose myself. I'm not going to choose between two people over any petty bullshit. I'm going to choose myself. Because why? Because I'm going to worry more about myself and my mental state and my well-being than having to ever choose between two people. 
I, don't, I love it. I don't keep, care. Please keep going. I don't care if it's friends, family. I don't. I don't even care. I'm gonna choose myself and put myself first. And if you don't like it, I, fuck it. I don't care. Go suck a dick. Go get That's... smacked with a bag of dicks. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna choose myself. I'm not gonna choose between two people. But does that hurt you? That it does hurt. You have to even. It hurts. Yes, be- it hurts because of the fact that you feel that you're put in the situation to have to choose between two people in your life, and you don't want to lose either person hmm. ever. But that's why I decide I'm not going to choose between two people ever in my entire life. I'm gonna just pick me. Hmm. And, and you I'm know gonna, what? I, and, I, I'm gonna, and I'm going to put myself first. And if you don't like the fact that I'm thinking of myself and not you or the other person then that's your issue. Do I or I do I not make it easy for you? You never make me choose between two people. Yeah, but I never bring it up either. No. You always say what my decision is is my decision, and you'll back me no matter what I choose. Even if you're wrong all the time. Yeah, even if I'm wrong, you'll still back me until I figure out that I'm wrong. (laughs) But I never let it go (laughs) as far as I'll never insert myself. No. Because it gives me a headache. And yeah. I don't like headaches. Now, some might say, hey, you know, you're condescending. You're, you know, just about yourself. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to get involved in that decision. Yeah, that's true. And somebody that asks somebody else to choose, it's like, dude, mind your own fucking business. You're the problem then. And it's not so much that they're they're telling you, you have to pick me or someone else. They're not doing that. It's... You know, just kind of like how they do. They do it with your life and read between the lines. Mm. You know what I would say to half of the people I met if I read between the lines? Dude, you're a schmuck. You're pig vomit. That's what I'd say. I will. I really would. You're pig vomit. It's ridiculous. It is. But I am. I'm kind of proud of you. I'm very proud of you. Thanks. Because usually you would sit back and let something like this eat at you. And you haven't been doing that. Usually it eats at you. Mm -mm, I'm not letting stuff eat at me because I'm not putting my mental state. I'm not going to screw with that. Now you're talking about mental state. Yep. What do you mean by the mental state? I'm not going to stress myself over it. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not going to because then that kind of stress is going to give me anxiety and panic attacks, and I'm not going to do that to myself. I'm not going to make myself sick over bullshit. Mm-hmm. Bullshit that I didn't even do. Right. I didn't even start this. I didn't start none of it. Start what? The bullshit. Oh. Getting a little personal there. <laughs> I didn't start it. China Down never gets personal. Uh, maybe I'm like egging her on. I don't know here. Uh, but your mental state is important. It is. I mean, a few years back, I, I'd be like, whatever. And just let myself get fucked up over shit. And I'm not doing that anymore. I think it's evolution is what you can say in your attitude. And I really wish a lot of other people would do that. And if you came up with a deal like I do, and that's my favorite motto, 
I'd actually have to care about you to care about what you say. <laughs> My thing is, is it is what it is, and I can't change other people, but I can change myself. Oh my goodness gracious, China Doll's killing it. My co-host. And, and, and I'm not going to change myself for somebody else. Well, you shouldn't have to. I'm going to keep being me, just like I tell everybody. You always have to be you and don't let anybody change who you are. Yes, China Doll's a bipolar blonde bitch. Damn right, and I'm going to keep being <laughs> one. If you don't like me, you don't like me. It is what it, I, I don't even care. Yeah, but you got a lot of fans out there. I do. I have a lot of fans. I got a lot of a lot of people that I, I, I talk to, you know, when it comes to like the show and stuff like that. A lot hmm. of people I talk to and I appreciate all of them. I ain't gonna lie. I appreciate everybody. Well, I, I appreciate the I love, I love, but I, lo I don't get close. I love getting on here and seeing everybody say good morning to me and, you know, stuff like that. You know, I think it's cool. Hmm. Did I ever think I'd be back on YouTube? Nope. <laughs> no, I didn't. I thought I'd stay the on the The only reason why the show is working on YouTube is because of you. You're pretty. I ain't. <laughs> I'm ugly. So they're not going to listen to You know, they're not going to want to watch me. Yeah, they're all zooming in on me. Sorry. They are. They're probably out there <laughs> whacking their peckers right Ew, now. Gross. Come on. I got some freaks on this show. You know that's what they're doing. No, they they're, they're out there looking at China. Doll. Doing, um, no. Yes. No. Yes. That's nasty. But I do think that's an important lesson for people is you got to put yourself in front of others. Yeah. And, and, and going back to like my show uh, from, from Monday, if that's, that was a damn good show. We didn't even talk about that. If yet. that's considered selfish, putting yourself before other people, then thanks. I guess I'm selfish. I guess. Where I disagree with your show. Okay, I'll have to disagree here. And this is just me. Where I'm happy now that you're putting yourself first. But at the same time, I'd never be able to do that personally. No. Because I got you mm -hmm. and everybody else that I worry about. Right. But it's actually enlightening well, to you finally see what you're doing. You're growing, you're evolving. And it's not and and it's not that like my my kids and my grandkids and stuff aren't, you know, up there. But you're keeping others out. But it's like, you know, my kids are my blood. They 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 they're what I got. Mm -hmm. You know, and then you my, got injected with an Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I did. An Italian German. I'm only Italian by injection only. Right. Because, yeah, I'm not Italian at all. No. But, you know, my ki my kids are my life. My grandkids are my life. And, you know, Hollywood's Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood's Hollywood! <laughs> that's about where I can go with that. But it's like, yeah, uh, when it comes to other people outside of, like, my kids, my grandkids, and yourself, you know, other people out there, you know, it's just like, sorry, but I'm going to put myself first. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like that, I'm putting myself first and you think that I'm being a selfish person by doing that, then that's just your opinion. They're pig vomits. It's not so much that it's just their opinion. And I got to get that as a shirt pig vomit. And everybody, you know, everybody has opinions just like we all have assholes. So, well, let's talk about your show that yeah. you did on Monday because you have a kick ass podcast. It's usually 15 minutes straight to the point. Yeah, I mean thoughts from China. 
And I mean, it's yeah, really good subject. I do. I do always want to go longer than 15 minutes, but I figure once I get to the point of the subject, then you don't, why, you why, don't carry I don't, on. I don't, I don't need to carry it on. Once I get to my point with what I'm trying to cover, I'm just like, all right, that's, that's pretty much it. Well, that's why your numbers are so good. You have really blown up on the podcast platforms because I think they know that you're speaking from the heart. And I think you did that on Monday. Yeah. I'd have to say that was your best show. What was the title of the show? You know, what to do when people call you selfish. Yes. What to do when people call you selfish. That was a damn good show. And see, I'm your production person. I'm recording it while you were actually doing yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be sitting here doing my show, and Hollywood is actually sitting in the same spot. We're sitting exactly how we are now when I'm recording my show. But see, at the same time... I work the amps and stuff. He, he's playing with all the systems and playing, making sure that my headphones and my microphone and everything's working. And then he actually has to go back and listen to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he actually he's kind of paying attention, but not really when I'm initially doing it, because sometimes I'll glance over at him and I, I'll see him like nodding his head or or something like that. But he doesn't say anything because of the fact that it'll be picked up on the microphone if he did. But he'll sit here and he'll be nodding his head and everything. But then he'll go back when it's actually airing. Mm hmm. At 930 Central Standard Time on Mondays. Right. And with China though. And he'll actually sit there and listen, listen. And then he does come back with feedback every time, which I always appreciate feedback. You know, I mean, if there's a topic that people want me to talk about and I I have no problem doing it. Not Hollywood's pecker size. Please don't ask. No, don't. <laughs> That'll be a short story. Fuck you. Aww, it's like a little button. If I push it, a little gumball's gonna come out. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but yeah. Well, what mean, was the most important point in that show that you were trying to make? That nowadays, if people are calling you selfish, yeah, it's a hateful thing. But at the same time, consider it a compliment because if you're putting yourself before everybody else's bullshit then mm-hmm. that's what you need to do. You should always come first, mm-hmm. not anybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, forget everybody else's drama. Y'all got, we all got our own drama. You don't need somebody else making it for you. You don't need anybody else making drama for you. Oh, so fuck no. you, you need to keep being you. And if they're going to call you selfish, then tell them thanks. They're pig vomit. Just tell them thanks. <laughs> they actually think you care. <laughs> but it's funny. Oh, it was misunderstood. No, no, I'm sorry. There's no way to misunderstand somebody saying you're selfish. There's not. Well, that kind of cut, you know, into you. And I noticed that, you know, there you if you flat out say somebody's being selfish. There's no way of misunderstanding that terminology. Me, I'm a selfish person. Yeah, you are. I'm very selfish. Yeah, you are. But I carry it, man, with pride. Yeah. And because I believe in giving stress, not getting it. That's what I always believe. Yeah, you know, and like I always thought that I'm one of the most least selfish people out there because I have a big heart and I always put everybody before myself. And I've come to the conclusion. Yeah, I still put people before myself. Like I will put my kids before myself, my grandkids. Yeah, Hollywood, not so much. (laughs) 
but now I've gotten to the point that, you know, it, it, it needs, you know, I'm almost 50 years old. It, it needs to be about myself and worrying about myself and my health and my well-being. And if, how old are you going to be in 20 years? Shut up. <laughs> but it needs to, you know, and everybody else needs to do the same thing. You need to worry about yourself. Yeah, you've got family and stuff that you want to, you know, also be there for. But, you know, you need to you need to sometimes step back and put yourself before everybody else. Because I, if you don't, you're going to end up making yourself sick. And I'm not going to make myself sick over the fact that somebody doesn't like that I'm putting myself first. And I feel sorry for people, and I hate to say it this way, that are weak-minded. I always feel sorry for them because they're being taken advantage of. And they don't want to say enough's enough. And I'm not going to lie. That was me like a year ago. Mm -hmm. That was me. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bullshit. I'm not going to, you know, you started changing, you started changing around June. Yeah. Around my birthday. When I noticed you change. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not even been a year. And you started saying, you know what? I don't need other people to fuck with me. No. I, you know, I actually like this China better now better. You can only take so much of people taking advantage of your kindness, Mm. which, you know, I think kindness is a good thing, which my this episode's turned into China down on the couch. I should. uh... Oh, well, well, my show on Monday is actually going to be about kind things you can do within 30 seconds to make an impression on someone. So whipping out my dick ain't going to be good. No, unless they want a gumball out your butt. (laughs) (laughs) But do I think the drama of others for, and I've seen it in the news where suicide comes into effect. Yeah, and it's you know suicide's serious business. Yeah, and a lot of kids these days have to deal with it. You know, before I would take this suicide business. As weakness. But truly when you think about it. It's not. The human mind. Is full of emotions. And when you're pushed to a limit. And you feel like you got nowhere else to go. I think that's where the despair comes in. So I guess that's why I've been so happy. Seeing you come out of that. Kind of crap. Because other people. And it's actually made me very proud of you. Thanks. You're actually getting the thick skin, your first layers building. Yeah. But I wish other people out there could listen to your story. Maybe you can do one on your podcast and say, hey, if China Dow could do it, I can do it. Because it was like a three, what, 380 in the last fucking two weeks with you. Yeah. It already started in June, but it really came out in the last two weeks, I believe. You know, I'm sitting here popping the popcorn. <laughs> I Am I not? You are. I'm sitting there popping popcorn, man. <laughs> I'm having a good old fucking time. You're laughing about it. But at the same time, I have to feel sorry for you. Oh, yeah. damn. <laughs> oh, that dude. was a sneeze. That was gross. <laughs> Did you get any on the mic? No. Oh. So go ahead. No, it, I'm just 
I'm just going to be mean. If you don't like me for me, then don't like me. Because mm-hmm. I really don't want to talk about this subject ever no, again. No, I got some good news stories. But no, before we finish it off, the segment, you know, it's something people got to understand that drama's boring to me. I'm not going to entertain it for you. You're a nobody to me if you're doing that dumb shit. You're pig vomit. And the, and the funny thing is, is, you know, you're going to hear eventually, oh, people are, they're using me as a topic of their show. No, we ain't. This ain't no specific person that no, we're talking about. It's just, it, it's just, it's like, a topic. It's life in general. Right. And it should be Don't something. Don't you like that? It's like church. It when should, the preacher's talking, yeah, you think it's about you. Yeah, that Basically, means you're that's guilty. What we're doing. That means you're guilty yeah. of something if you think it's about you. Yeah, I'm just saying. But go ahead. I interrupted. But it, it, and it's like you're gonna get that. We're not making anybody a topic of our show. This is just a topic in general. Yeah, and be going, important for me to make and you going a topic. back to you know basically what I talked about on my show. And and I, and I've discussed it on numerous of my shows on how you should always be yourself. Mm-hmm. And if people don't like you for who you are, then they never really liked you to begin with. That does make me laugh, though. What? When people think that it's that it's topic. about the yeah, <laughs> it's like you got to be important for me to talk about you on yeah. my show. <laughs> if we were specifically talking about somebody specific, we'd say who it is. Oh, you better believe Hollywood would. Because Hollywood has no filter, so he would say. So, yeah. Mm. <laughs> but I'd make a good preacher, wouldn't I? No. Because I make it, everybody think it's about them. <laughs> I make them search their soul. And the gospel for today is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I should do a gossip section. A gossip se- uh, segment on this show. Why? Oh, that would be so fun. No, it wouldn't. It'd be it, like Jerry Springer happening here. Because it'd be like talking. And ta- it'd be like the game telephone. We won't have the full story. Yeah, but at least I can freaking push, 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 push. And no, get no. more entertainment out. No, we're not pushing buttons. No. There is a question that I have for you. <laughs> yeah. Very important question. Do it. Extremely important. And this is on a serious note. I'm not playing anymore. Yeah. When we were growing up. And I guess this is because I watched Judy Light, Judith Light, and the program about Ryan. Yeah. And I sit back and I sit there because, I, you know what, I'm always fucking making fun of Tinkerbells and stuff like that. Even though I'm a good person to everybody around me. You've seen that at your reunion. I was said they were more comfortable around me than anybody else. And that's because all the people I went to school with were a bunch of stuck-up snobs. But you know what I mean. You know, they were lesbos. Yeah. But, I, you know, I might, you know. They were, they were gay. They were gay. <laughs> I might make fun of that, but they know where I'm coming from. They're more, they were more safer around me than they were the people they came out with. Yeah. But it had me step back when I was watching this. And I truly seen or saw what they had to go through in the 80s. What? The Ryan White story? Not Ryan, but I'm talking about homosexuals. Yeah. What they had to deal with in the 1980s when AIDS came out. Yeah. Now, AIDS has been around for a long time. It's been out longer, but it just wasn't made... 
original story. Well, that's because of the transportation system. It was usually regulated to one area in the Congo or some shit like that. But now they're dealing with that stigma again with monkeypox. Yeah. And I felt, honestly, it's the first time I've ever felt bad about stuff that I've been saying. Yeah. Even though I'll continue to do it. So what's the question? My question is, how did they deal with that kind of focus on their group when the AIDS came? How did they deal with doctor and people that didn't even, you know, even family members? Yeah. If you think about Philadelphia with Tom Hanks. Yeah. That was a good movie. His own employer didn't want to shake his hand. Nope. It was very, and I got to admit, it was scary. Well, people don't realize that you can't catch it by that. But we didn't know that at the time. No. They didn't even want, you know, everybody was afraid of the toilet seats. Yeah, you can't catch it that way either. But as a group, and if you take it out of the group and to the individual person, the feelings that must have been rushing through their head. Yeah. And I always wondered how did they or how were they able to deal with something like that? It wasn't easy. I don't think it was easy. Mm-mm. You know, you got a couple facts on AIDS here. Yeah. And one of the things that came out of the 80s was if you had this, you're dead. You're not. But now they got it to the point where you can live a normal life. That don't mean go out there with no rubber and freaking go get a blow off. Okay. Well, and, and people don't realize that it's just not sex. Mm-hmm. I mean, like needles, like, you know, sharing needles. If you do that kind of stuff, uh, blood transfusions, blood. But it's very rare now to get it from a blood transfusion because the blood goes through so many things before they even use it, like so many tests. So now it's not as easy. Like Ryan White got it from blood transfusion. No, it wasn't a blood transfusion. It was plasma. Well, same thing. But he, I mean, he got it through somebody else's blood. But back then they didn't have all the testing they have now. But you know what scares me the most is if you go on YouTube and you just see these young people that are living through it right now. Well, yeah. And it's like, and I say, holy shit, man, you're just a kid. What the hell happened when we're not informing these kids that this can happen? Well, okay, like, here's a fact. You can't catch or spread HIV from hugging someone, using the same towel, sharing the same glass, the same toilet seat. But you can get it from having unprotected sex, sharing needles, or getting a tattoo from unsterilized equipment. You can't get it from a tattoo. You can if the fucking morons are reusing their shit and not cleaning it. That's usually hepatitis. Okay, but it has happened. That's why they're wanting to make it a point, mm-hmm. because it has happened. Because some people are disgusting, and they're doing those at-home tattoos. Oh, God, yeah. And they're using the same needle on four different people. Well, that's true, but the thing with AIDS but if you is go, it has but to if be you in go, its environment. But if you go to a tattoo shop, like you myself... Still, you just still get it there. Like myself, I make them open the 
you know, I make them open fresh barrels and fresh needles and everything right in front of me. But what are we missing? By the way, tattoo, she's going to be designing one for my head. Uh, what are we missing where we're not teaching these kids that these things really do exist and they are dangerous? Why aren't we teaching it anymore? Because I was. I was heartbroken. I think she was like 23 or something. And she got it from an ex-boyfriend. Who? This girl on YouTube. Oh, it oh. did. It broke my fucking heart. That's because people, there are people out there that when they find out they have HIV or AIDS, they think, well, I don't know exactly who gave it to me. So they get pissed and they just go and give it to other people without telling them. And I think in California, it's no longer against the law to do that. No. It's like, where the hell did we come as a society here that this 23-year-old kid is living with this shit? It, it really was depressing. And then you sit there and think, well, damn, man, I got kids, grandkids. Should I really step up and say, hey, and try to scare them and say, hey, this shit can kill you? I mean, it can in the long run, but... You know, there's like there there are a lot of myths out there. Like one of them is, uh, you just have a few years to live. You know, that's a myth. Well, now because of the HIV drugs that are available now, people can live for decades and have normal to near normal lifespans. Well, this is true, but in the early days, it wasn't true. No, because they didn't have the medications they have now. No, they did not. You know, they, they, it's like, they call it like an AIDS cocktail. And you got to ask yourself, why the hell haven't you, you got a vaccine for COVID within a couple months. Yeah, no shit. What the hell? You can't get an AIDS vaccine? No, because the cocktails are big money. Yeah. Just like cancer. Same thing. No cure for cancer. Why? Because radiation and chemotherapy and the drug medication that they put you on. They're making big money. Well, just like right now, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Starting month. on the 1st. Yes. Tomorrow. And you're going to be wearing that. Yeah, I wear Breast Cancer Awareness stuff uh, basically through the whole month. And people are donating big money. Yeah. For Breast Cancer Awareness Month, which they should. But at the same time, you have to say to yourself, where's it really going? Where the hell is it going? Yeah. Why hasn't anything been produced? With all this money. Yeah. Women are still dying from this nastiness. And men too. And men, and but men. more women. More women, because people don't realize that men can get breast cancer too. But they're still dying after all these years yeah. of all this money. And they still haven't come up with anything. Yeah. Now, you would think, because they say, well, cancer starts out where the cells split erratically and stuff like that mm -hmm. well what the hell are you doing man this is 2022 already yeah people are how much money you think you're going to collect from this at your work well we actually already started collecting two weeks ago we have it in our register system that it actually pops up on the credit card machine. Yeah, I seen that. If they want to donate, and you can either round up, donate a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars. Mm -hmm. Most of the people are just hitting the round up button, which is fine because every penny matters. Mm -hmm. You know, this way we don't have to have physical contact with the donations. It goes right into the computer system. 
But I mean, we usually have raised anywhere <laughs> from like twenty five hundred to five thousand dollars. That's a lot of money at one location. At one location, and there he's got 50 locations. So So that's a ton of money going into this research. Yeah. And it don't seem like it's getting anybody anywhere. No. So you ha- the only logical explanation is that it's all about the treatment, not the the you know, the prevention. Well, in my opinion, I mean, I hope they're doing something logical with the money like you know, helping people that, you know, don't have insurance or, mm. you know, whatever, covering for them to get tested for, you know, breast cancer and stuff and the screenings and whatnot. Right. You know, maybe if they're using it at least towards that, I- I'd be satisfied. Mm-hmm. You know, those that can't afford, you know, the breast cancer screenings. I mean, mammograms and freaking um, breast ultrasounds are extremely expensive. That they are. I mean, I go through screenings every six months mm-hmm. because I've had two. And I sweat it every time. I've, trust had, me. I've had two scares already for breast cancer. And uh, yeah, so. I think that I'm a wreck of that, uh, you know, the leading up to it. I'm a wreck. Yeah. And we're not good until we actually get. I want to see the pink paper. And the and the best part is, is where I go. I mean, I don't know about anybody else, but where I go, you get the results that day. Right. And of course, if they're inconclusive, then you then know, you're like, oh shit, what? Yeah, then you're thinking all the the, what the bad is. stuff. Yeah, and you have to come back. So, women, it's very important for you to get these tests, man. Very, very, very important to get these damn and please, tests. Please, please don't make it where you're just going once a year and getting tested. Please make sure that you or your spouse are checking yourself. Like at least they, to, like, me, I almost, I'm always te- checking your titties. <laughs> yeah. And people say, oh, he's playing. No, I no, check them he, che- he actually checks them. I don't I'm play. I'm not going to lie. If I feel something weird, because I check myself pretty much on a daily basis. So it's like, if I feel something weird, I always go up to him and go, can you feel right here? And it's always my boob. And I'm like, does this And I just weird? don't go to the spot. I do an actual breast thing. Yeah, he will do a full full breast exam on, on my boobies because... So you, when you feel your own, sometimes you don't notice stuff mm-hmm. because you're like, oh, well, that was there last week, yeah, you because know? <laughs> you're feeling your, you know, your own. But if you have your spouse do it, they're gonna feel something you might not. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and it's not no sexual thing. I mean, it's legit. It's medical. You're damn right. It is. It's not it's about not to be played with. Not it's, to me it's, anyway. It's not. It's not a sexual thing at all. It's because I mean, I'm legit getting them done. I'm actually due to get them done. Yeah, this month mm-hmm. <laughs> for October. So hey, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm actually due to go in and have them again this this month because uh, I have to go every six months. So be careful is what she's saying. Yeah, just help each other out. We got time for one news story. What do we got as far as a news story? You know, this is, you know, I got to come up with something like that for a news intro for you. Because you're like uh, the new uh, news girl, man. All right. So we were all talking about Jeffrey Dahmer and his new series that's out, which... You watch, I don't. I watched it. I watched the whole thing. I binge watched it and finished it in two days because it was like 10 episodes. So I did five. Why is it with you? You'll binge watch each one, but I'll go to the ending. I watched five episodes one day and then five episodes the next day. 
And I did bring up on one of our shows how he, you know, did not die the way everybody said he died with the pull up his tush. Okay, well, it would have been a good ending. The man who killed Jeffrey Dahmer in prison explains why he did it. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, did he get like he get life or something for he was killing? Already him? in. Oh, but at least he killed the bastard. Go ahead. Well, keep in mind a lot of Dahmer's victims. Which, if you ever seen the actual movie mm-hmm. about Dahmer, which I think the movie is crap. I think this series does the, does his case a little bit better justice because it explains things better than the movie did. Mm-hmm. And the guy, uh, Christopher Scarver, he's a black man, mm-hmm. and Dahmer did kill majority, not all, but majority were black gay men. Mm-hmm. So they're thinking, you know, Did he actually do it for the people, you know, with the cute little air quotes, if you know what I mean? Well, Scarver killed Dahmer in 1994. What a good year. Scarver said that the execution was the result of a growing disdain against Dahmer playing with his food during during mealtimes. Yeah. That's weird. He what Dahmer would do, and it shows this in the in, in the series that I that the ten episodes. It shows him doing this, which nobody probably knew about, because it doesn't show it in the movie. Right. That he would take pieces of his food that they were served for mealtime mm-hmm. to make it look like a severed limb. Oh come on! And then he would put ketchup on it to make it look like blood. And then he would taunt people with it. Like if he had, uh, if they had like a chicken wing, he would put ketchup on it and make it look like blood and then make a nasty comment about how it's somebody's part of their body. And he would put it in his mouth and lick it. And people got uh, sick of that. They were getting tired of it. I would too. So Scarver made sure not to interact with Dahmer. However, one day, the one day he, Dahmer, and another inmate, Jesse Anderson, were all cuffed to clean the bath, uncuffed to clean the bathrooms. Dahmer's personal escort was not present, and the guards left them alone. So Scarver took this opportunity and admitted to killing both men. So there was not just Dahmer; there was the other man in there too. Mm-hmm. So. Gerald Boyle, who defended Dahmer at trial, doesn't believe it. Neither does Stephen Cohn, who represented Scarver. It's ridiculous, they said. Do you think it was? No, I don't. I, I mean, he did what he did what he did, and people think he did it because of the crimes that he committed, and this was a black man killing a white man, basically like getting revenge that Dahmer killed all those white uh, all the black men. Mm. But that's not what he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scarver said that he hit he had a hit list of five guys that he felt were not worthy of the word being murdered I guess and how they were killed he had a list so he knew in advance what he was going to do to five specific people in the joint this this guy 
So basically, how did it end here? Why did he do it? Was that because he kept on saying he was playing with the food? Yeah. He said it was mainly because it's. he said it wasn't a black power vigilante kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That that's not what it was. He said that he did it because of what he was doing. With the food. With the food. It had nothing to do with what he did outside. Like, the biggest thing that they talk about is Black Power Villagent. And he, he that's not what he was doing. He was not trying to be, like, some big Black Power kind of guy. Mm. He just did it because of what he was doing with his food was disgusting him. Oh, my goodness gracious. So it had nothing Nasty to do enough. with anything else. You got that right, man. Anyway, that is the show for today. We'll be back on Monday to listen to the replay right here on YouTube or the podcast platform. Rock out.